Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of A Good Drop. Each week and every week, we travel to Poland to taste their grass-flavoured vodka. Grass, Mikkel. Grass. (laughs) Yes, that's right. We are talking all about yellowish vodka. Yellowish? Yellowish vodka, yes. Greenish yellow. Greenish yellow. That's the colour, but it's bison grass vodka. Well, yes, but it's greenish yellow. Zabrovka. Yeah. I'm Stu. I'm Michael. Cheers. Cheers. Yes, so, as I mentioned, we are talking about yellowish green vodka. It's bison grass vodka. Yes, correct. <laughs> Specifically, today we are drinking Zubrovka bison grass vodka, which is made with a rye base spirit, then infused with Heraclo odorata, which is a strain of bison grass that is native to the Bialeveza forest in northeastern Poland. And... The way it's made is uh, actually quite interesting. So they start by cutting the bison grass, as you would if you're going to use bison grass, and then they lay it out to dry in the sun. Hmm. Naturally dried? They bundle it together into into sticks. Well, sticks, bundles. Bundles. Bundles of dried grass. Bundle it into bundles? Mm, Yes, they they bundle (laughs) their dried grass into dried grass bundles. Stacks, if you will. Little clumps of dried grass. They're they're bundles. Yes, and they force the base spirit through it. Mm. So they don't sit it in it to infuse. They just kind of pump it through. And this absorbs the subtle flavor and color of the sweet grass as it passes through. Mm. So kind of like what they do with gin, where they pass the vapors through, but they don't pass vapors, they... Just force the liquid. Yeah, they they just force that whole base spirit through the grass. Do they ask if it was okay with it first? Do they ask for consent? Oh, I'm sure they do it real gentle, like. <laughs> so the grass contains a chemical called uh, cumarin. Kuma, sorry, cumarin. Calmarin. Cal- I don't know. C o u m a r i n. If you want to spell it for later, um, which. Aside from being used as a flavoring in like cakes or tobacco, it apparently has a apparently it has medicinal properties and can be used as a blood thinner. Yeah, which would of course uh, lead to improved circulation. So it's finally an old alcohol that was said to have medicinal properties that actually did have medicinal properties. What episode are we? One thirty-eight. It's taken us. Almost three years to find... Taking us over two and a half years to find something that actually had medicinal properties. Yeah, because, I mean, this stuff's been around since about the 8th century. So, long time. That's impressive because distillation didn't come around until about the 12th. Mm. But, yeah, so they, they began doing things with it. Yeah. Around the 8th century. Mm. But uh, it became popular... After the Polish-Lithuania Accord in 1569, when the Polish court would rest at various hunting lodges in the Bialavesa forest on their way to the northeast. Hmm. Interestingly enough, but let's flash back 
slightly revisiting what we mentioned earlier and talk again about the Kumaran because that leads us to an interesting thing that happened with this particular beverage in the US. Oh yeah, App- apparently the uh this particular chemical is illegal. Yeah, it uh, it resulted in Zubrovka being banned. Because the FDA classifies Kumarin as a substance generally prohibited for addition to or use as human food. So, since 2011, the makers of Zabrovka have produced a version specifically for the American market that doesn't contain the Kumarin, and they swear it tastes pretty close to the real one. Because, I mean, obviously, if it doesn't have the kumarin, which comes from the bison grass, they can't be using the bison grass. No, that is very true. Um, so, the just as a note on kumarin, the uh, pharmaceutical copyrighted name is warfarin. Or, the, sorry, the brand name of, of it from the, the pharmaceutical corporations, they called it warfarin. It's a prescribed drug used as an anticoagulant to inhibit the formulation of blood clots and is a therapy for deep vein thrombosis and pulmonary pulmonary and pulmonary embolisms yeah it's also uh, frequently prescribed to people with cardiac issues hmm. there you go hmm. so that is probably the biggest reason why it's illegal in the US because people don't want to because the the pharmaceutical Pseudical companies don't want people taking it themselves. Yeah, well, they don't want people getting it without paying through the nose for it, I would say. Mm. Since in the US, <laughs> the pharmaceutical companies will take you for every cent you've got. Yeah. And it's also apparently a precursor reagent in the synthesis of a rodenticide, rat, oh. rat poison. So they, yeah, they can use it to. They use it to put in... Well, they use it as one of the ingredients in rat baits. Though how much of it is contained in a bottle of bison grass vodka is anyone's guess. I would assume not that much. Hmm. But it's interesting to know why it's illegal. So, I guess we should mention that uh, there have been many different companies producing bison grass vodka, not just Palmos Bialgstok Distillery in Poland, which are the producers of Zabrowka. These other ones popped up not just in uh, not just in Europe, but in the US as well, using different methods. And yeah, the ones in Europe using the same methods, but thanks to the designation to origin that was set in 2003, Zabrowka is defined as a vodka made with bison grass from the Bialowieża forest and can only be produced in Poland with ingredients from Poland, mm. which means nobody else can make a bison grass vodka and call it Zubrowka mm. unless they make it in Poland with ingredients from Poland and bison grass from that forest. That's not, a, not that big a forest, really. Yeah. And, of course, that also suggests that the... 
Zabrovka sold in the US is not actually Zabrovka, but since America doesn't actually give a crap about the EU's... Yeah, AOCs. AOCs, that doesn't matter. Yeah. All they care about is trademarks. That is very true. On that note, let's uh, trade shots. Yes, let's. So we have... I'm pretty sure we've got the, the real deal, the Ridgy Didge Bison Grass Vodka. It certainly looks like it from the label. It says Zubrovka Bison Grass Flavored Vodka, manufactured by CEDC International, Kovanovska, 4864600, Poland, branch Polmos Bialystok, product of Poland. And that is the distillery that makes Zubrovka, mm. the Polmos Bialystok, as I mentioned earlier. But doesn't that, uh, doesn't that same distillery make the bastardized version for the US or is that made somewhere else um I don't know that I'm not sure about but even Mm. if they did make the bastardized version for the US there they still couldn't sell it in the U they still couldn't sell it in the EU as Zabrovka because it doesn't contain bison grass Mm. well supposedly we count all of that AOC stuff like we we adhere to most of that AOC stuff Yes, we, we get on well with Europe. Yeah, because in Australia, you can't buy, like, the port is from Portugal, sherry is from Spain, Yeah, Madeira and, is from Madeira. Yeah, and if you are buying an Australian port, it is called Tawny. Yeah, and if you buy an Australian sherry, it's called Apera. Yeah, exactly. It's not actually sherry, it's not actually mm. port. Because, yes, we do adhere to those things here. Yeah. And uh, this particular bottle was imported into Australia by Beam Suntory. Of course Suntory's involved. They got their fingers in every kind of pot. They really do. Fingers in every pie. So, I haven't had this before, but you've you've bought this before, haven't you? I have. And uh, admittedly, I didn't buy it because it was bison grass vodka. I bought it because it came with a little parka. Sadly, this (laughs) bottle did not come in a little parka. But it even had a little hood. It was was very cute, and I thought, I can use that to keep bottles cold. <laughs> it was worth it just for that. Just for the tiny ski jacket. Yeah, I mean, this is a $50, which puts it in good drop territory. Mm. But I believe it is a good drop vodka. Mm. So does it actually taste like vodka, or is it something else? Well, it's a bit of both. All right. And we're sipping this, hey? We are sipping. But you definitely want to smell first because it smells very earthy, very grassy. It almost has a cut lawn smell to it. It does smell a little bit grassy, but I'm not... Like, it just smells like good vodka. I think potentially because it's cold, we may not be getting the smells quite so much. Mm. Well, it's meant to be. Is it? Well, I've I've also had it at room temperature, and the smell is stronger. Yeah, true. All right. Here, here, cheers. Cheers. Here goes. That is very odd. Yeah, it's a drink that has been described by a number of reviewers as polarizing. Yeah. Because I'm guessing it's something where you either love it or hate it. Because it's very different. Mm. 
Like, there's definitely vodka notes, but I'm, yeah, getting earthy, like, herby flavors. Well, not so much herbs. I'm talking about, like, if you went out to your garden and started smelling things, that's the kind of flavors you would get. Yeah, (laughs) but I I find it to be very pleasant. But um, an Mm. interesting description of it was actually given by the playwright and novelist Somerset Morgan in his 1944 tome, The Razor's Edge, where he wrote that Zabrovka smells of freshly mown hay and spring flowers, Mm. of thyme and lavender, and it's soft on the palate and so comfortable, it's like listening to music by moonlight, which is a heck of a way to describe a drink. Mm. I mean, I am... Now that he's mentioned... Now that you mentioned hay... I'm sort of picking up a little bit of that. Um, and yeah, I suppose wildflowers. Definitely a, uh, I guess more of a natural smell. It, like if you went out to the country and st- started smelling things. Yeah, it is almost like drinking the country. Yeah. It's it's odd. Oh, it's odd. And it's definitely, I think, something that... I suppose like so many of the unusual drinks that we have, it's mm. an acquired taste. It slowly grows on you. Oh, uh, like, like grass? Yes, like grass. Because <laughs> at first I wasn't sure about it. Yeah. And I bought it because it was on special. It was a good price and it had the Parker. Yeah. And by the end of the bottle, well, by really a quarter of the way in, I was really enjoying it. And found that it made... Uh, Quite an interesting addition to cocktails where you would otherwise use regular vodka. Mm. I can I can definitely see how that would go. I don't know how I feel about it yet. It's yeah, different to everything I've had. Like it's trying to be herby, but it isn't herby because I really like herbal liqueurs. But this is almost there. Hmm. Well, I mean, it's not really a herb, is it? It's grass. Grass, because well, grass is technically a herb. In a way. In, in a way. way. It's a botanical. Yes, that that it is. It is a thing that grows. And, the, and then has been placed into spirits. Well, placed into, had spirits forcibly pushed through. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Point stands. It's an odd, it's an odd flavor that I don't know how I feel about it. It's a hundred percent of vodka, though. You, I can see why you would want to, why you would be able to swap it out for a different vodka. Oh yeah, and in um, in fruity cocktails mm. that would otherwise have vodka, it works really well because kind of the earthiness complements the fruitiness. And yeah. can take an otherwise overly sweet cocktail mm. and bring it back down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. You know what we've got the ingredients for now? A Vespa. Oh, yes. Mm. A grassy Vespa. <laughs> grassy Vespa. With uh, the the Lille Blanc, the Gordon's Gin. Sorry, not Gordon's. The uh, Bombay Sapphire Gin and... Zabrovka. 
And Lizabrovka, yes. I did look at getting, uh, seeing if I could get quinine powder, but with all the lockdown business, it was a bit awkward to get in any oh, kind of time frame. Of course. How odd. Yeah. And I mean, what I find, I f- like, I find the flavor to be, the initial taste to be pleasant, but the aftertaste to be very mellow and subtle mm. and very pleasant. Like, well, like a vodka. Like a vodka, yeah. And it doesn't, um, it doesn't have the burn that a lot of even high quality vodkas have. Mm. Which is very, very interesting. I wonder why that is. Yeah, I mean, it is a rye vodka, which is not unusual of vodkas from Poland. But I suppose if the majority of vodkas we drink are Russian, they tend to not be rye-based. No, they're, they're usually grain-based. Yeah. Mm. And I'm not sure what sort of different that difference that makes because we don't really even pretend to be experts on vodka. <laughs> no. No. But we're, I suppose we're week-to-week experts. <laughs> yes, we, we just we know a good one. Yeah. But if we were to drink three different vodkas made the three different ways that you can make the base spirit for a vodka, we wouldn't know which was which. Sounds like an episode, though. I have briefly mentioned that I found it useful to swap in to cocktails. I don't know there is a cocktail that I found a recipe for online. I know you found it as well. Mm. It, it sounds pretty tasty, even if it is a bit fruity for my tastes. It's called the Mitch. And I know you don't want to mention it because it's not an IBA cocktail. That's correct. <laughs> so we have two and a half, two and a half, Jesus. Uh, so we have one and a half ounces of Zabrovka, uh, one, one half ounce of uh, creme de peche, peach. That's peach, cream of peach. Yeah, yeah, cream of peach. Mm. Yeah, uh, half ounce, half ounce of creme creme de peche, half ounce of passion fruit, passion fruit, passion fruit puree, and one ounce of fresh red apple juice. I'm sure you could just substitute that for regular apple juice. Well, probably. Yeah, yeah. I would. I wouldn't be able to tell the difference, to be honest. Yeah, and how many apples would it take to get an ounce of... Well, you'd need some juicy apples. Probably just one. Apples are pretty juicy. Mm, perhaps. Admittedly, most apple juices are made off green apples, I think. I have no idea. Or are they made off red apples? Well, I don't know. Don't quote me on that. Yeah, not sure. Anyway, uh, add all ingredients to a cocktail shaker with ice, shake vigorously, and double strain into a large coupe glass. Garnish with half a passion fruit. Yeah, that sounds really sweet and really bitey. Oof, as it's warming up, it's getting pretty bitey. Ah, okay. So a coupe glass is another name for a champagne saucer, basically. Ah, there you go. I hadn't I hadn't heard of that uh, kind of glass before, but that I have definitely seen a champagne yeah, saucer. Yeah, I've never heard them by that name. Hmm. Maybe it's a particular style of saucer. Oof, I just finished off the rest of my drink and as it warms up it gets it definitely gets more bitey Mm, it does but as as we know from past experience having something chilled does seem to mellow a lot of the flavors Mm. but i do i like that it brings out more of the grassiness in it though when it's a little bit warmer 
It does. Because that's sort of mellowed out by the cold as well. It does. Um, I think maybe out of the fridge would be a good temperature for it instead of out of the freezer. Yeah, well, you've got that happy medium Mm. between too warm and too cold. Yeah, because vodka, room temperature vodka is bitey AF. Oh, yeah. And this is still vodka. Yeah. So it's going to be bitey if it's warmed up to room temperature. Yes. But out of the freezer, you lose too... I think you lose too many flavours. And now I think it's a... It's almost in that Goldilocks zone where it's Mm. not too hot, not too cold. Yeah. It's just right. Just right. Just right indeed. So... Probably as good a time as any then to say how many bottle caps do you rate Zubrovka Vodka? I... I really don't know because it's it's such an odd flavor. It's, it's a flavor that I've never come across before. So, I mean, it for uh, for vodka, it's very smooth and still quite easy to drink. Um, the flavor, I'm unsure about, but it's you know it 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 is what it says on the label. Um, but I would rate it pretty highly because it it doesn't taste bad. It does. It there's complexity there, so I'm going to give it a eight. An eight, yes. I I think I would probably also give it an eight for you know the smoothness, the complexity, and yeah, the the taste takes a bit of getting used to, mm. but you can't hold that against it. No, that's why I've still rated it pretty highly. Yeah. Because it's, I'm sure once I get used to the flavor, it would be, it will be pretty nice. Oh yeah, yes, it's yeah. just very pleasant. Yeah, just like the uh, Calvados. Took me a while to get used to that flavor, but yeah, I really liked it when I got to the end of the bottle. <laughs> mm, well, you've you've bought more since then, haven't you? I haven't actually. Oh no! Oh, that was the was the Aquavit I was Aquavit, thinking of. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Although I liked that quite a lot from the get-go. Mm, that's true. Um, I bought it for the Norway Constitution Day to share with a Norway friend of mine. Uh-huh. Hmm. Yeah, because it's tricky to get into Australia, so I thought, why not? Slice of home. Very true. Slice of Oslo. Anyway, uh, we are rambling, so I think it's time we wrap up the episode. Yes, I agree. Time for the plugs. Hmm. So if you liked what you heard, be sure to hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. We are a good drop all about alcohol on your favorite podcast app, including Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and many more. You can also find us on the socials, Facebook and Instagram as a good drop podcast. We've also got a website where you can check out our giant library of previous episodes. Or if you want to send us an email with suggestions, feedback, uh, if you've got, if you tell us what you think about Bison Grass Vodka, if you've tried it already, send us an email to a good drop at gmail.com. And do be sure to tune in next time when we are chilling with the monks and talking about Trappist beer. Mm. Beer with one of the most unique histories I've ever heard of. It's fascinating. So I'm looking forward to that one. Oh, yes. You won't want to miss it. 
well, if you do miss it, download it later. Obviously. <laughs> so until next time, cheers. Cheers.